I think it's paratha greater than puri, greater than naan. I'll I wouldn't a, put puri. Would you put a puri over naan. a naan? I don't think so. I like the big puri for yeah. Um, that's on um, the chole. Puri. Let us chole know puri. your 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 t- like order. I think it's paratha yeah. naan puri. Paratha naan puri. Rotli is for fucking scumbags at the bottom. It's right, not for scumbags. It's for scumbags. Rotli? My mom is not a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then Bakri for fucking... You watch your mouth! What the fuck is Bakri? Bakri for prison convict. What is Bakri? Bakri is like dry as fuck it's, it's Rotli, thick, right? like Rotli, yeah. It's like, it's thicker. I, Rotli is thin as shit, Bakri is thick, and it's dry. But I put Bakri over Rotli. Jeez, for this cer- is... For certain shocks, definitely. Damn, this is crazy. I actually yeah. didn't even realize we have so many different uh, carbs. We can't keto diet in India. <laughs> no. At all. No, we cannot. No. So how are my parents doing it? They're lying. Welcome to Mild Man and the Timid. With three brown folks that are tired of that safe shit. Uh, MMT, episode 32. Yeah. My friends, we are back in the motherfucking building. Uh, Mild Mannered Timid on Instagram. That's us. Go follow because we're not doing shit on our personal accounts anymore. But That's we, not true for but me. We, but we are, actually. So yeah. I'm at Cali Say. Kush is at Kush Parm. It's your boy with the moist. Ria is at Rianjali Music. It's your boy with the moist. There, where were the, what? There <laughs> we are. Um, and we're out here. And I'm not telling you how many followers we have anymore. I'm not telling you anything. No. So we're we just out it's not here. very accurate either. Yeah. We're just out here making moves. That's, all, yes, that's we all we're doing. So episode 32, um, this is the Thanksgiving episode. Thank you guys for tuning yes. in to episode 31. Gobble motherfucking gobble, Which bitches. was uh, Nikhil, <laughs> Nikhil Sitharam's interview, which uh, I think turned out really well. It's, it's yeah, my favorite, awesome. favorite it one really of the good. bunch in terms of how we edited and got everything together. Yeah, I enjoyed mixing that one. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was really cool. So thank you guys for listening to that. We got a lot of super good talented, feedback. Super talented, super nice. Um, T-minus hit us up about the interview, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was, was really cool. cool. He's we'll, the producer uh, we'll that took Nikhil under his that. wing. Um, and yeah. he's got like Grammys and like all sorts of stuff. So that was really great. That was awesome. Uh, we missed Diwali and Navratri. I just wanted to put that out there. We just, I mean, this is, this is a podcast helmed by three brown people about brown things. And, and we, we missed Diwali yeah. and Navratri. Yeah, so sorry, that, guys. that tells you about what we care about. Happy That's Diwali. not nice. <laughs> we actually we just lit sparklers in, our, in my parents' house. We lit sparklers. We are so Diwali. So we are so, I am so, <laughs> Diwali. so Diwali. We are so Diwali. I'm so Diwali. But here we are at the Thanksgiving episode. Um, I think... What were you saying, Kush? We all feel the same way that most most people feel about it, but we just want to eat and enjoy. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's, what are your, like, experiences with Thanksgiving growing up? It's always been, like, just going to one of my aunt's houses because my mom has... Uh, just family stuff. Yeah, three yeah. sisters here. So we would just go over, have... It's always typical. It's like Singa's pizza, pani puri, oh, lasagna. That sounds like, good. It's just very untraditional. Interesting. Yeah, just that a hodgepodge dope. of different foods. Hodgepodge, but, like, yeah. Part Indian snacky and then others... Like just, just like getting together, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Can I come this year? That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. We had a, we we just had anything that was boxed, um, and canned. So I had canned. <laughs> that sounds like an actual American Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we had like a canned cranberry sauce from the from the can. The jelly one. Yeah. The jelly joint. Actually, we like had the that. canned cranberry sauce. It's not though. bad. I, I won't lie. It's not bad. But like we had that. We had the potato we had the mashed potatoes from the box the flaky ones i'm dying inside then we right had, now. Uh, i'm fucking dying I, I, inside i like the flaky mashed potatoes too i remember one year we had sliced turkey from the deli so sandwich meats okay that one makes me sad what like fucking oscar meyer yeah y'all yeah. had oscar meyer come because my to mom was like i'm gonna try turkey and that was her trying turkey so we that was kind of how my and then and then i think like she would put chat masala on it or something because that's that brings it over to the cultural side. That's Holy she, you've shit. Seen, you know what she does. She does that shit. She puts, just like how your mom, Holy just shit. black powder, black just salt on whatever, chaat masala on whatever, <laughs> harder on whatever, just to bring it over to har- the Indian side. Harder is haldi? Turmeric. Haldi. Yeah. Haldi. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys are basically yeah, Chinese. Har- <laughs> yeah. And switch har- your har- L's with your R's. That's not racist. Har- well, well, it's okay. not haldi. <laughs> it's not. It's an accent thing. Yeah. Um, harder. Har- the whole world says haldi. World except Holud Haldi Hardar. <laughs> that sounds like someone's name. Hey, Hardar Singh. Hey. Now he's Punjabi. Yeah, now, he's Punjabi. <laughs> now he's Punjabi. Yeah. No, but um, what's interesting, and you know, I'm sneakily gonna enter myself into this 
picture, but ever since I, I've known you, mm. your Thanksgivings have, we have elevated. Yeah, it's elevated. It's totally. <laughs> and I just want to um, I ask you, you how you that ever, happened. <laughs> if you ever died, I told you, if you ever died, I would miss your cooking. Well, that's sad that? and also nice. Yeah. Among sad other because, things, but yeah, I turned yeah. to Rhea one day when we were sleeping. We just woke yeah. up and I was like, if you died, I would like miss your cooking. It was like silent. And then he just said that. Or something I don't or? think. I just, no, I don't dream. Just, we always wake so up and know. as you notice, the first thing I say is I'm hungry. On weekends, yeah. especially like I'm hungry. What we're we eating, and then it was like silence, and then he was just like, "If you died, I would miss your cooking." And I was like, "Okay, that's nice, but is that it?" Like, <laughs> so you guys are gonna hear this episode during Thanksgiving, maybe before it, maybe during it, maybe after Nobody it. Nobody asked me what my Hit experience was. We already know yours is gonna be awesome. I don't even want to. I ignored that on because purpose. We know it's gonna be that's fucking yeah, not nice. Like fucking She's jetty. gonna go into her recipes and this. I'd be like, it's fine. We know. I yeah, wasn't cooking amazing. since I was seven. Uh, Yes. Oh, were you? you, you I was not. It feels like you were. No. So you Anyways, guys hit us welcome up. Welcome to our life now. I know. I love yeah. it. We have such you good were, food. You were like semi-invited to our Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of. <laughs> oh. yeah, 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 yeah. We asked you? No. You just said yeah, you well, were semi-invited. You texted. Huh? You, te- you texted me something about Thanksgiving. Like you should come through or something like that. Oh, did I? I don't know. Or maybe it was Christmas. Y'all got a separate thread going on or something? Is that what's happening? (laughs) No, 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 no. it's fucking (laughs) our regular thread. Damn, so much FOMO. (laughs) So much FOMO. If you're talking to me, who are you talking to? (laughs) If if like... I'm talking to him. You guys talking to each other oh, <laughs> last yeah. night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were yeah, talking without me? <laughs> yeah. At the gig that we did yesterday, um, Rio was singing, and then me and Kunal were handling sound, and Kunal was handling everything else, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, Kunal and Rio were just texting each other while they were waiting, and I was just standing behind the laptop <laughs> doing the audio, and I just, I knew they were texting each other. <laughs> Because they were just so on that at the group same text time. Us. He so was like, "You guys are talking without me," and I was just like, "Why are you guys texting without me?" <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. I thought that was really funny. Both of you, you should just have your relationship on your own because clearly I'm the outside factor here. So hit us up with your Thanksgiving Again, ask recipes or whatever you did, whatever you ate, however yeah. it's happened in your. Whether family, you had like holly in a in a bowl and you were expected to eat that, because I think um, that would be interesting, or like to know. Well, we did tandoori turkey a couple years ago. I didn't and that ask was... you. Yikes! What's going on? She keeps trying to insert her <laughs> insert what she's done for. No, you and I. We did tandoori Cornish hens. Yeah, but remember that year where you tried to do tandoori masala on uh, in, for Thanksgiving? It was both of us. Yeah, and it came out so good. It did. Because again, you added inclu- all the good. I was food. talking about his and my experience. We gotta get off yeah. Thanksgiving, and he just—it's a Thanksgiving episode. No, we gotta get off of it. It's supposed to be fast. Not a lot. We to talk. can't be doing it. See, hour. when I don't talk, it's like, oh, how come you didn't talk during the episode? And then That's when I'm never talking, never happened. Wow. <laughs> Everybody, just—I need to get out of here. <laughs> no one's beta male today. All right, here we go. Hold on, before we get into this very long episode. <laughs> Rahul, fuck you. <laughs> okay, Mr. Floor fucking Captain. Rahul, not my brother. Not, not my not, brother. Not Rhea's brother. And we don't know if that's Rahul, his real name. I don't know if that's your real fucking name. Fuck you. But you, Bangladesh. <laughs> I, I, that has nothing to do with anything. You, but Bangladesh. I know you're that's all, country. That's all I know about you. Can we say where he shower? works? No. Don't do Damn it. it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you work at that restaurant we don't like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You fucking floor captain, no sideburns having, <laughs> Shahrukh Khan hair wannabe piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. There we go. Right, there it. you go. There like you go. That. All right. And we, we got will, that out the explain. way early too. I like that. We will that. explain later. I, I told him we can explain in episode like 430 maybe, 430. No, we don't have to explain. it's got to be a long time from now. No, we just have to explain uh, uh, that man. That's it. About his floor captainness. That's oh, it. That's true. That's we it. could possibly do that. Cool. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Sorry. All right. So, so uh, one quick note. We're going to release something next week that's totally different from our music, totally different from our podcast. It's something we've been working on for a while, so I wanted to get this out of the way early while I still have your attention. Um, it's it's got it's called uh actually i can't tell you the title just in case it changes but um it's basically it's a video it's a video project it's a video series that's featured around basically the recipes that we think are being lost within our culture because of us not necessarily knowing how to cook like that's just the that's that's just the truth of it like a lot of us don't enjoy cooking um don't really have the time to cook etc and then also we just don't know indian food cooking yeah exactly and then our parents at the same time don't really 
write anything down. So we're going to lose a lot of shit. And so we took it upon ourselves to go and sort of chronicle people's people's uh, favorite recipes and not necessarily break down the recipes in great detail, although those will be available, but more so just the stories behind how did these, you know, this elder generation learn how to cook? Um, how did they start making these dishes their own? It's basically, it's a meditative look at these recipes that we're, that we're potentially losing. Um, and it gives you some insight on that person, yep. on their history, because I think oftentimes... As I got older, I realized, like, I don't really know who my parents are. Right. Um, who they were, who they used to be when they were, like, younger. They led a I life. I feel like a lot of people don't. Yeah. yeah, people don't. Yeah, and that's something that's very relatable. When they were our age, what were they doing? What were they thinking? Like, how did they start their lives? They all went yeah. to, most of them went to college. Not Maybe not all. Um, a lot of people went to school. Like, what, what were they doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of just, like, a very <clears throat> uh, conversational interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we yeah. got to hear about, like... How, either and it's how, not yeah. famous people. Like no, we're no, not no. going it's after not. famous people. We're, we're just going after people. We're hoping people. to look to go back into the previous generation. Hopefully, our parents, other friends' parents. You know, yeah, um, people, people we know. that look people that you've probably interacted with. That's yeah. kind of what the goal is. Familiar it's not people. like yeah. famous people and their you know recipes that have changed yeah. the world. Anything like that. It's more like just a look at those that you probably have somebody like this in your life. You know, and so we're going to release the first episode of that sometime around Thanksgiving. We're still trying to plot it out. So hopefully you guys will check that out and we're going to continue. Oh, and I just to be it was, it was yeah. that close. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, to be yeah, really clear, it's a video. Yeah, it's a video. It's video content. And with this, we're hoping to like grow MMT into something that's larger than just a podcast. Um, although just having a podcast itself is super cool. We've always had like a ton, tons of ideas and this is a great way for us to be able to share it under the name of MMT. We a network now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, We're basically. a network. Yeah. That's what it is. We're a media company. We're the three of us company. are we do what we musicians, do. but we love, you know, producing things. We, we have tons of ideas and we're just going to fucking do it. Yeah. That kind of goes into yeah. one of the, one of the news stories. So one of the reasons that I think we're so ambitious in terms of doing this is that the, is that I guess the Indian, I've said this for a really long time. Indians are like the highest earning group by ancestry in the U S our median income, you know, median household income is more than $110,000. Oh shit. And that's more than Chinese, Japanese. Yeah. We're the highest. And so it's been like that in America, in America. So it's been like that for a while now. Um, we are highly educated and we have money and that's, that's an opportunity to me. I don't know anything about business, but that is a vacuum that needs to be exploited. Right. And I think that's how people start making money. That's what I think is the crux of business is when you find a vacuum and you exploit the shit out of it. Right. So I've said it for years. I'm like, Hey, there's this demographic here that nobody even talks to. Like no one cares about. We get one person Um, and that's it, but there's so much more we can do and we should be the ones telling our own stories. And so that, and, and so that's just like a, there was a Bloomberg opinion piece that said, you know, the U S needs more skilled immigrants from two countries. Um, and that's where I'm pulling that little, little headline of that. We are the highest earning group by ancestry because it's, it's, it's true. It's just, it's really true. They're doing reports on it now. There's statistics about it, like have some pride in, you know, that you're part of this, this, uh, this culture, but realize also that there's stories that need to be told and we all can tell them like yeah. we can all do that. And if we don't, we're kind of doing a injustice to ourselves. A disservice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Disservice to ourselves. Cause somebody else is going to tell the stories for us. Which and I personally happening. don't think that's cool, which is already happening. Yeah. yeah. And I, I personally don't think that's cool. Um, I think we should be in charge of our own stories and how they're told. We, yeah. we yeah. control the narrative. baby. <laughs> well, I mean like from working inside of a network, it's really easy to just see how, you know, their creatives are people who just watch the video the same way me, Right. And you would watch a video yeah. and just be like, I like that. Or, or I, don't, I don't like yeah. that. Or add that. It's like, there's right. really no, they've just been doing it for a while. Yeah. That's really all, that's really all the difference. And so why not I've, us? I've said know? this like in the first couple of episodes where you guys cut me out, where I said like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it again, but, uh, but it's because the reason why they're, con- the way that they're controlling our narrative is because we're not at those executive levels just yet. Yeah. Cause we're the yeah. ones who are starting, yeah. our generation is starting to get in there. So it's going to take another like 20 years until, because all those, all the people who are at the executive lo- levels are like 50 and up. Right. Most right, of like them, forties and up, forty yeah. and up. So when Same when deal. we finally get there and we're able to take those calls and to be like, I want a show based off of this, what we're doing, 
and to highlight the people who can actually tell the stories and tell it their way. Because right now it's being told from a white perspective, right? Yeah. Or generally, just, it, generally. Just a perspective that's not ours. Yeah. Just a perspective that that's not ours and we should be in control of it. That's but all. aren't yeah. there some Indian people at that executive level but that very aren't few. just, they're just more focused on money. So they're just like, yeah, we're not profitable yet. Yeah, maybe. I think there's a few people in that area, I think. And I think that it's, it's like twofold. Like you also have to have that vision, right? Like that, that, yeah, there could be money here. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe they don't, maybe they don't think there is, even though that's weird when it's like an affluent, affluent culture that has money and has education. Like, why wouldn't you think that there's money there that they're willing to spend? But also they, you have to play politics within their own company. That's that's what I think is more important that maybe like when you're the only one up there, you have to protect your, you have to protect yourself. Right. And if that, if that programming that you believe in fails, you're screwed. It's on you. It's on you. Yeah. (laughs) Even though tons of shows fail and no one gets flack for it. But if it's something that's related to a risk, like something new, they'll just be like, oh, never again. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Never again. Tons of things fail and people keep their jobs and it's real weird. But So that's, you know, that's good. So I got the opinion piece out of the way. So let's, uh, let's try and run through the news really quick. Um, we have a lot of, we have a lot of stuff. Part. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff. That's why I just want to get through this. You and then should we be can an anchor. Really talk. Slash I, journalist. I wish that would be so or much a weatherman. fun. weatherman. Ooh. He knows how to take the mic. Last night, everyone listened when you spoke. Uh, well, I suppose. Um, they, I, didn't, they were just like, what? I beta mailed you yeah. <laughs> last night. Um, Okay, so really quickly, so we've gone through one episode. No, we've gone through one article, which was an opinion piece, which I didn't want to go through, but <laughs> but I did. It, but I weaved it in there somehow. So okay, so we had another one. I just want to reiterate how much of a scumbag Donald Trump is. Uh, there was a headline that I read: Donald Trump slams India and China over pollution. So I want you to tell your parents and your fuckwad friends that believe in this guy and everything he's doing that he he recently slammed China and India for not for basically polluting the world still. And because they're doing that currently, that they should be the one taking the brunt of the the fixing, like of fixing it, like they should be paying the most to fix it and stuff. Um, because they're countries that are establishing themselves right now, as opposed to like, hey, we could use some help from, you know, you other countries who got established a lot earlier mm-hmm. and kind of got established based off of raping everyone else's country, mm-hmm. you know, and now are just sitting pointing the finger. Right. And so for everyone who really loves this guy, Donald Trump and shit, he shits on your country real hard. And yeah. so that's yeah. that's really what that was. Um, on top of that, the next article was about Kizer Khan who um, he said the Trump family has no idea what service and sacrifice is. And if you guys don't remember, Kizer Khan's son uh, died in, in the war and he basically was not down with like, I'm trying to remember how it exactly happened. Cause it was a while back, but his son died serving and protecting the country. And Trump basically shat on them because this guy was just like not really down with what the administration is doing. He talked about the immigration stuff that that Trump was doing. And so even though his son died in service to this country, Trump lashed out at Kizer Khan and his and uh, his wife, who are like these two like older brown people, like 60, 60 plus mm-hmm. people. Um, and what was so powerful to me about this article was just that this this guy who's like 60 plus brown dude is is saying that Trump doesn't give a shit about you know, he has no idea what service and sacrifice is. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Right. Like and and because I think Donald Trump Jr. wrote something about how they've sacrificed so much in his new book to get Trump the presidency. Okay. <laughs> and okay. so you know, Kizer Khan was like, that's not the same fucking thing. And I was very proud. I the the most important thing was this. I was just proud there are older people in our generation, like older people in our culture, I mean, who are willing to step up and say shit like that. Yeah. And I thought that was really powerful because I think a lot of older brown people especially don't say shit. No, but we have those because, I mean, like you said, his son died serving, right? So that kind of, even if their perspective was more traditional of what we always complain about, I'm sure something like that can really change. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it was dope that like, you know, he wasn't willing to go along right off the top just because the president was like, yeah, your son served and I'm going to give him, you know, medal and do all this sort of stuff. But you know, Kizer Khan was kind of like, nah, your immigration protocol is bullshit. Yeah, you're you need to change this shit up. And then, you know, there was a big whole thing about that. Like, it, I think it was like more than a year ago. So that's why I'm kind of losing yeah. it. But that, that happened recently. So I thought that was interesting. Um, 
then there was, uh, you know, one of uh, somebody, you know, I was going to make a joke about this, but I can't make a joke <laughs> about this. So I'm sorry. A Queens man who slaughtered his wife, who was jealous of Bollywood hunk Rithik Roshan. So I came across yeah, that I headline that. instantly was like, fuck, we got to talk about this. Yeah. So my man has like a seven head, looks like a piece of shit. And hey, apparently he killed I have his a six head. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say, I can't, I can't talk much, but this dude's head looks ridiculous. Yeah. Like. What a scumbag. And this guy killed his, 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 wife, his wife apparently yeah. because she liked Rithik Roshan. He, well, there was history of domestic violence. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think that there was a, there was more to it, but they kind of, they kind of latched onto that. That's which, crazy though. Which is, yeah, that's a is, headline. Yeah. But that's fucking insane. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't remember which episode I spoke about it, but we've just been hearing a lot lately that the West Indian community has so much domestic violence that they're just still not able to talk about it. Like they're kind of just like 10 years behind. Because he was behind. a West Indian guy, right? It yeah, was, he was West. Yeah. I, both of them, I believe, were West Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like 10 years behind. I know that we're still progressing, but like they still haven't even caught up to that level yet, which is really sad. I've been hearing this from West Indians. And like, get your man. That was also my thing. I, the first thing I noticed was this guy's fucking forehead. But the second thing I noticed <laughs> was like, get your man. When when you know that you, you're around a dude, we all know people like that who like, are a little bit too aggressive when it comes yeah, to just, women or a yeah, little bit yeah, too yeah. abrasive when it comes no to women or something. No one's just willing to step up. And like, like as the, as the female, you, it's so hard to, like we've talked about it, it's hard to figure out how to leave, when to leave and all that stuff. Like other people need to be helping. And I think that's just like. Yeah, they knew. This yeah, isn't yeah. like, and they said they in the article. A blind eye. In the article, they were interviewing some people and people like knew that this guy had some issues and things like yeah. that. It's like, okay, cool. Why don't you get but him some help? But they didn't help? feel like they had to do anything. Right? Yeah. Right. Or why don't Not you do my something? Problem, Step right? in. Like exactly. out, of sight, out of mind. She yeah. used to, you know, she used to get threatened and stuff. Cool, fam. That's, that's just something you go along with. Right. Like, right. I don't know. That's, that's always. I noticed this in my community too. Like I, I hear from my parents, like there's family friends that we've known forever. And then suddenly like a couple of years ago, we find out that there's like history of violence and domestic violence in those families. And I'm just like, I grew up with these fucking people. Like y'all just did nothing about it. And they're always like, that's their family. Like it's yeah. their business. And it's kind of like yeah. at some point when it gets to stuff like that, it's not, it's, it take, you know, you can't just say it takes yeah. a village, you know, it takes a village and, and then, then you're not be that like, village. you're not that village when it comes to certain things. Like, no, you actually do have to have a yeah. hand in these things when you see it happening. Yeah. Yikes. And I think that that's, yeah. that was the second thing that I took from that. So now on to, on to, uh, Another one that I think is ridiculous, and then we'll, we'll veer into your article. So there was, a, there was a thing that was happening in the news recently, the Ayodhya verdict that came This kind of confuses me. This is the funniest yeah, thing. This is when you first brought this up. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? I was <laughs> yeah. flipping out because I was texting these guys, and I was like, this is nuts. I just started reading about this. So the long and short of it, considering I read this article maybe a week or two weeks ago before, probably two weeks ago when I was creating this outline, I've kind of forgotten. There's a plot of land in the area of Ayodhya where apparently that's where Lord Ram was born. So that, that's what I think. That's the area where he was born. Ram, 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 Ram. Ram, 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 Ram. So now, I believe there was a temple there at some point, and then it was demolished, and then a mosque was built on top of it, and then the mosque was demolished, and then now, like, like through um, bad shit happening, not like a bulldozer just came and was like, hey, we got to use this land for something else. Mm-hmm. I think there were like riots. Okay. And so, like, so a bunch of Hindus came over. <laughs> I think that happened at one point. Then a bunch of Muslims came at one point and broke something. I don't know. So now they are trying to figure out within. It's been going on for a couple of years within the courts who can have the land there because it's very, very like religious land. Um, whether it's like a group of Hindus or like a group of Muslims or what you know what's going to go on. And they gave the land to the Hindus. Um, they gave the Muslims five acres within Ayodhya somewhere, but not that particular land. So that's ultimately what the outcome is here. But what I thought was the funniest thing, and I had no idea that this was a thing, in India, a deity is an actual juristic person. So the person in the, the, person in the court was God. So... <laughs> The person petitioning the court was Lord Ram. Oh, Jesus. And the way they do, the way they do that is his friend, which heard. is a human being. It, I don't know how they choose the friend. I'm sorry, whose friend? Lord Ram's friend. <laughs> okay. Yes, just, just to, to be make clear. That clear. It's like a representative? Is, yeah, it's yeah. the one who physically petitions. But the crazier thing is that this has been around since like the 19, 1900s. So this is I think 1800s even. And I think it was a part, it was something created by the British. The, the juristic persons of a deity. So 
In I'm my, sorry, the British created this? Yeah, I think they did. What the fuck were you guys thinking? Shit. Yeah, I, I, I think they did. <laughs> Is that did. right, though? Yeah, like, in 1870, in 1887, the Bombay High Court held in the Dakor Temple case, the Hindu idol is a judicial subject, and the pious idea that it embodies is given the status of a legal person. Um, somewhere in here, they talk about how it comes from something the British people were doing. Yeah, it started under the British. Because, and this is because temples owned huge land and resources, and British administrators held that the legal owner of the wealth was the deity, with their friend acting as a trustee. And the friend I hate was. that you're saying friend. And the, it's kind of like how it's written. It's, the friend was usually like a priest. Okay, gotcha. Right? So it was like that would be the person petitioning the court. Okay, as long as it's not some dude. No, that not they got just like the street, some, They're like, you know what? I'm Rob's no, friend. Yeah. No, but I think, I think that the bar to being the friend. Is very low. Oh no! I believe it's very low. I don't think there should be a bar. Period. <laughs> like it's a person who's taken care of the deity, like the actual physical idol. Mm-hmm. It's like the person who has taken care of it and can evidence that they have taken care of it for like a long period of time. So you're you're telling me essentially who takes care of the Barbie doll the best? Essentially, I've brushed the Barbie's hair, so <laughs> I should be able to speak on Barbie's behalf. You fed es- some milk. I'm not trying to insult like an, a statue of a god. But like, but you're not essentially you're this idea. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it means that the it means that the God can god. like be sued, of course. But who's gonna sue God? Because what are you gonna get out <laughs> also, of that? Also, who's gonna get me the money? <laughs> yeah, potentially. <laughs> god has infinite money to fight back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and the and then, God doesn't even use money. <laughs> but God can also be sued, <laughs> which I wouldn't do in India because. A mob would probably kill you for doing such a thing. Yeah. Um, but it can be a litigant in cases. It can own property. It can have wealth. Is things this like, why Indian mm-hmm. lawyers are so weird and dumb? I, this guy? <laughs> no, but he's not, he's not an Indian lawyer. <laughs> so, it's like, so the funny thing is we have something similar here, which is, which is corporations, though. Like a corporation mm-hmm. isn't, isn't a thing. It's just a made-up entity. Right, 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 right. And that's a legal fiction. That's what, that's what we call it. Like, it's a legal fiction. Like, you can sue a corporation, but when you think about it, what is a corporation? It's just, like, on a piece of paper. It's, right. It's a corporation. So they created a legal fiction so that this corporation could hold money, could sue people, like, say, for using their trademarks, copyrights, things like that, and also be sued if they do something wrong. In India, they just took it to a whole other level where they're, like, these idols... <laughs> Which yeah. represent God, because a lot of people Although, believe in them, that they have a status within the judicial system. What does that say about us? Because God to them is equivalent to corporations to us. Yeah. Yeah, fair. That's yeah. a good point. So we not. believe in capitalism. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we your Honor, I would like to call Lord Ram to the stand. <laughs> <laughs> How long you've been wanting to <laughs> yeah, say, that. Wanting I was say that? I was packing up to myself this entire time. <laughs> so, you know, but what's crazy is that there's another ongoing case which may have been solved by now. So, and again, I don't know the whole thing about the Ayodhya verdict. I, it's just like, it's really crazy to have to read about this and like fix it in your head and figure it out. So I don't know everything. I'm not a legal scholar on the Indian system, but there's another case or this particular, or this particular system. system either, but there's another, there's another case that I think either has worked its way through the courts in India or it hasn't. And it has to do with a temple petitioning on behalf of Lord Ayapa, who has been celibate forever that women who are on there who are menstruating should not be allowed to come into the temple. Right. And this is a temple in Kerala, right? It's somewhere in, somewhere in South India. I and believe it's, yeah, I think it's Kerala. Yeah, I think it's somewhere over there. So they're using this same exact concept where they say they are petitioning on behalf of a God mm-hmm. to, because he's eternally celibate, women who are menstruating should not be allowed in the temple. So and essentially, so, don't tempt me. Don't yeah, tempt me, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm celibate. If you're menstruating, that means I know that you're of age and it's going to turn me on. Yeah. Fuck you. That's weird. I'm going to cut off your fucking penis. Yeah, it's not, it's not the God's fault. It's the people's fault. No, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> I, don't want you to, to I don't want you to say that you want to cut off God's dick. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about... <laughs> no, no, oh, God's wait, wait, hold on. Dick. I you, <laughs> God's friend's no, dick no, can no. get it. No, no, no. I thought you meant the, the, the priest was celibate. No, no, no. The, the, the Lord Ayapa is eternally celibate. Okay, okay, sorry. So I didn't mean a- to say that about the God no, it's fine. or the Lord. I thought <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's okay. taking place in the courts of Kerala right now. So they're, use- yeah. they're thinking they're going to use the Ayodhya verdict to also be like, see, in this case, God was petitioning for this and he won. 
And so, or Lord Rama was petitioning for this and he won. So in, in our case, you should take it. Kush <laughs> is just shaking his fucking head Why so can't hard. humans make this decision? <laughs> yeah. So, but they are. <laughs> yeah, they Why actually, do they have to do it on the pretense of being God's friend? So they don't get shit it on you just blame it on it's God. Essentially, <laughs> essentially just like non-stop yeah. peer pressure no but yeah. you know what's funny though it, it what's funny is that hindu uh, muslims aren't allowed to do this and either christians because it has to be an idol it has yeah. to be and some muslims sort of a deity to have and like a, a mosque yeah. is not per se an idol which is what right, they're right. saying yeah you know what i mean um so how that's unfair and a church is not either so it's something that's like kind of slanted towards yeah. hindus right and maybe no one has tried to go against it because, again, over there in India, you'd probably get killed quicker by a mob if you came out and were like, hey, this is this doesn't make sense. Like, can we reinvestigate this? You know? That is insane. Isn't that crazy? So that, I just wanted to, you know, inform that the listeners that this insane. exists because I had no idea. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And speaking of eternally celibate, apparently the first male birth control injection is almost ready in India. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, that, how, that's, not the, that's not the punchline either. How? So um, the Indian Council of Medical Research, they just kind of uh, successfully completed clinical trials on a particular type of male birth contraception. Okay. Thing, right? I'm, ha- I'm so ready for this. So um, they did a bunch of tests and it's 97% successful. That's like, not enough for rate. me. And it lasts for about 13 years, which is interesting, which is cool. How do they know that if they're just testing it now? How do you know it lasts for 13 years? Maybe they use it on rats or they something. They go into the future? I don't know. I mean, maybe the testing was done for a long time. Yeah, because, um, so the polymer. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, you put this polymer inside of you, right? And uh, it was created by Professor S.K. Guha. And uh, it was in the 1970s. And then oh, they didn't okay. start like actual research until like 1984. So maybe that's how they know 13 years. Yeah. I was like, there wait, did go. they just yeah. make it? But they know it'll last yeah, for 13 years. How do they do that? So they've been working on it for a while. But the punchline is you have to inject it. Yep. Mm-hmm. The bigger punchline is you have to inject it in your dick. Yes. Oh. Yes. So, yes, India. Ooh. Yes. And then the funny thing is they had like volunteers, I guess. And then, um, oh, but no. people that didn't volunteer also. So they were interviewing some people. So I just want to read some quotes and then this will be over. Wait, you said people, they had volunteers, what but then people mean? who they didn't volunteer, them? they forced no, no, a syringe in no, their no, dick? No, no, like people <laughs> d- didn't volunteer. I mean, I'm, I think they were asked if they wanted to volunteer, but then these are like some of the comments. Oh, okay. When they okay, did. okay. All right. All right. All right. So this one guy, he said, when I think about this whole concept of contraception that you have to inject, it's too graphic. Our testicles are like family jewels. So if I have to resort to using any kind of contraceptive, I'd rather go for a pill. I just like that he called his testicles family, family jewels. jewels. Yeah. It's very like I am not against the concept of a male having birth I'm control so because confused. I think it's completely fair. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if that's able to do, if you're able to yeah. figure that out. Sure. Absolutely. Because like, I'll straight up tell you like, there's so many things well, that have, women have to do. They have figured it out. You just get your tube tied. That's women. No, men no, no, do men, that too. They, too. Oh, they tie. Really? Yeah, they but tie. But there's it. also a, but a this pill. is probably a cheaper. I, way yeah, to do I mean, it like in a pill of some yeah, sort, right? Sure. But there's also a pill for men. But I don't think like I think they said it'll be like another ten years before yeah, it goes to market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm not against any of that. But yeah, that just injection, like a syringe in your dick, just sounds. I feel like there should. You don't even need to put medicine in the syringe if you inject. If you take a syringe and put it in my dick, I'm done. I'm, it's over. That's birth control. That's I, it. Yeah. I can't, I use, can't my use my dick, dick anymore. anymore. I have a yeah. syringe in it. Bye. Yeah, like, what do you You'll need medicine though. for? Uh, this other quote that I thought Just was funny was, uh, and I thought it was weird too, men are not used to making changes in their routine. So it has to be marketed in a way that doesn't seem so intense or difficult. So that, nice. that sounds nice. fucking annoying. That sounds yeah. chauvinistic that as That sounds yeah. super chauvinistic. <laughs> I literally, I'm just simply concerned because if, if someone asked me to put a syringe into my vagina, I'd cringe. Yeah. So it's the same concept. I'm not, a, like, that just sounds chauvinistic. Men are not used to changing their fucking yeah, routines. Yeah. It's like you Bitch, to... I bleed once a fucking month and I was, I'm usually while I'm sleeping. It's like you have to call I don't us, even dudes. know. It ends so up Kanal on my wakes knee. up and he's just like, oh, I must have... Must have my fell knee. on my knee yesterday. <laughs> like, is that ketchup? What What are we That's doing? Oh. Yeah, I know. Sorry, this is weird. Off. I usually call it ragu sauce. Oof. But yeah, like, what the? Why would you say that? <laughs> no, but so I did skim. Dick. I did skim the <laughs> dick. I did skim the article really fast, but I had no idea. But wasn't there a part where it says the polymer blocks the vas deferens? Oh yeah, yeah. So the polymer. That's how this prevents works. Prevents the sperm from leaving the testicles. So. Now that oh. I just thought about this, that means you're perpetually blue-balled. Yeah, so 
But and it's no... gonna just stay there. What about when it needs to leave? I know. I was thinking maybe your balls just get huge. Yeah, do they get Wait, huge? Isn't that un unhealthy? Yeah, maybe they, they install said, um... a tap on one of your nuts, <laughs> and they're just no. Like, but I, I'm actually up. curious because I'm curious what... too. But they said um, there's no side effects so far that they've seen in all the testing that they've done. And, and then what like about so you're going to have get... enlarged balls? <laughs> apparently that like that's a cow. Thing. 13 years worth like of Like a cow. <laughs> you're going to have like balls the size of a cow's Dudes balls. Dudes are just going to be walking around. You'll be like, that's, that's seven years. That's fine. <laughs> there's a, there's like a doctor that follows us, right? Um, what's his name? Uh, Neil, I think. We have a doctor that follows us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to say me. we predominantly have brown people that follow us. We've definitely got doctors that follow us. Yeah, yeah. So he follows us. He, he corrected me on something before. It was Did really he? funny, even though it was a joke. But it was really funny. I forgot what it was. But uh, I'm sure he'll tell us what it just, the situation that sounds is. Really, that sounds really weird. And then also, like, once the polymer wears off, is it, like, really old semen that comes out when you just, like, when you bust for the first time after the polymer has... I think you're too has... focused on the semen right now. I'm, well, I'm curious. That's the know, thing, right? I'm so funny. curious. Like, <laughs> if that would be some Benjamin Button shit. It would be, like, your 13-year-old semen that would come out and the baby would be grown. Maybe, like, you, fully poop grown. maybe you poop it out. How... Yo, this is wild. They don't like, think... maybe it backs up so far... You just got like semen coming at you. <laughs> None of this makes sense, right? Like we need more. We need more. We research. need. We definitely need more information. Yeah, we, need, we need a lot more information because I don't like. Come on, but wait, fam. But you're constantly. Come making, on, fam. Oh, come, come on, on fam. fam. Come on, fam. You're constantly making sperm, though, right? So where does original? Where does that go? Uh, exactly. We need more info. Hey, polymer. that's not what this podcast is about. This is not a relationship podcast. <laughs> This is, that's not, this is really to health. <laughs> you got babies without a relationship. Where does it go? <laughs> <laughs> we all a, need biology classes. It just dissipates? Is that why it rains This sometimes? is like the fourth episode where we're just confused about <laughs> biology and our own bodies. It evaporates and just comes out from the car. Do you guys remember the episode of The Office? The Krebs cycle. The Krebs cycle? Like, the Krebs cycle. <laughs> what episode? <laughs> when uh, when Dwight goes up to Toby and he was just like, "You said I could come to you if I had any questions," oh, yeah. and then he was like, "Where is, is the, the vagina?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then he's like, "What does it look like?" It says that something about the clitoris being on like or the vagina, something the labia being on the side or whatever. He goes, "Does that mean it's next to the thigh?" <laughs> <laughs> And in the blooper, he was like, he just, my like, dad said, out, yeah. my mom said it looks like a sausage casing <laughs> or something. And I died. I was like, this is, how do you even think of that off the top oh. of your head? And then when Angela and him go to Toby and they're like, how do gay men put their penises inside of each other? Which one opens up to allow the other one in? And then they're like, when they intertwine, is it called red vining? <laughs> oh. I remember that. That's a So there we go. We yeah, just ended yeah. on, we ended on semen. Yeah. That's what it is. So those are, those are articles. And so our topic this week, well, no, we were having an interesting conversation before we get, before we get into that topic of uh, nons versus paratas. Mm -hmm. And I liked some of the things that you said. I didn't like some of the things that you said. Who are you talking to? Huh? You, Kush. Oh, okay. Let's and, go. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how like paratas are better than nons. Didn't we, did we agree on yes. that? Yeah, we agreed yes. on that. You've never had a lecha parata. I might have. I just don't know from the name. Okay, I think you'll like it because yeah. it's it's it's. Really, I've had flaky. It's really fucking good. I think we decided that gore inside, not cool. Not cool. Not sweet, not fucking anything cool. sweet like rotli or sweet parathas like not. Yeah, cool. you putting gore yeah. inside of a rotli is disgusting. Even though I grew up on sugar butter and rotlis. For yeah. some reason, gore. Gore, no, no, because they stuff an inch of it inside. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. why. It's yeah. not like you could do a little bit. It's an inch. It's yeah. a full-on inch. Um, we like, we liked, oh, you like onion culture. I love onion culture. And I said, that's too much onion. And then you said garlic uh, naan, and he said, sometimes they put too much sometimes, garlic. Yeah, said, that's not you, they, And then you said, there's no such thing there's as no too much garlic. There's no such thing as too much garlic. You could throw an entire garlic clove on it, like one of the bulbs, mm -hmm. right in the middle of the naan, and I'll eat that. Mm. The hell is wrong with you? That'll be fine. No, nah, I, I like garlic a lot too. But barata, you, like, just bite into like a whole clove if you, yeah, if you fine. needed to. Totally if fine. it was like roasted, yeah. Roasted, fine. fine. Dude, roasted is oh, I can't do that. I think, I think it's parata greater than naan. Greater than. I'm no, I think it's. on any garlic. This is going to be the Gujarati side, actually. I think it's parata greater than puri, greater than naan. I'll I take wouldn't a, put puri. Would you put a puri over a naan? I don't think so. I like the big puri for yeah. Um, that's on um, the chole. Puri. Let us chole know puri. your 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 t like order. I think it's paratha yeah. non puri. Paratha non puri. Rotli is for fucking scumbags at the bottom. 
It's right, not for scumbags. It's for scumbags. Really? My mom is not a scumbag. <laughs> 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 and then, and then, Bakri for fucking. You watch your mouth. <laughs> what the fuck is Bakri? Bakri for prison convict. What is Bakri? Bakri is like dry as fuck. It's, it's rotli, thick, right? Like rotli, yeah. It's like it's thicker. I, rotli is thin as shit. Bakri is thick and it's dry. But I put Bakri over rotli. Jeez, for certain for certain shocks. Definitely. Damn, this is crazy. I actually yeah. didn't even realize we have so many different uh, carbs. We can't <laughs> keto diet in India. <laughs> no, at all. No, we cannot. No. How are my parents doing it? They're lying. We found that out today. His parents and brother, they're all saying that they're on keto diets. And when we talked to his mom today, we're like, so if you're on keto diet, how are we going to dinner tonight? She was like, well, I'll just eat tonight. Also, we ate yesterday. We had naan. And uh, you know, next week we're going to, I was like, dude, that's not a keto diet. Yeah, if you just keto, make exceptions diet. every other day. You can't did have we, rice either, right? Yeah, you can't have rice either. Jeez. That's it. Did like, we, everything. Did we miss one though? Naan parata. Rotli, bakri, puri, puri, bakri. <laughs> that, is that a Gujarati thing? Because I've never heard. You that. got Bengali, you got Bengali breads, or it's pretty much there an iteration. Bang- roti is is roti. Yeah, yeah. Roti, no, I mean yeah. like, is there something that we've totally forgotten? No, no. Because I think that's. I think yeah, rotli and bakri are at the bottom of the fucking list, though. Yeah, puri is the best thing Gujarati people have given. I'm not into the, the small puris. Y'all are like fucking Piki puri. drenched in oil. Piki puri. You don't like tiki, tiki puri? puri? Yeah, tiki that shit is puri, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiki puri, though, will go all the way to the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. Spicy. Tiki puri, oh, man. Oily and spicy. Because mm. mm. that, that I can eat by itself. And I think it comes out your butt easy, too, because of all the oil. Fair. It yeah, just okay. lubricates out your ass. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, that was it. So I didn't yeah. disagree with you. It was just too much onions on the onion yeah. culture. But I mm-hmm. thought it was an interesting subject that we mm-hmm. should talk about. And uh, we did. Yeah. There we are. We We're always done. keep it real. We, we, yeah, we, we <laughs> What's always... our main topic today? Our main topic today is uh, we saw Shah Rukh Khan on the David Letterman interview show on separately. Netflix. Separately. So yeah. We saw it separately. Uh, we've seen it sometime back. So this has kind of been percolating for a while. I saw it recently. And I think we all had similar waves of um, what we, we thought. We had similar perspectives, sort of, well, no, in terms we, of what we thought. We saw... We saw similar things, but we have different perspectives, different interpretations on it, I think. Okay, right, well, let's I find actually, out, yeah. I, yeah, I thought we had similar ones. But yeah, okay, you guys, you guys well, go ahead. Well, first off, we all agree that it's very cool that we get to see Shah Rukh Khan on the... the 100%. That's York, very cool. They were at NYU. Yeah. Oh, so, so this was Shah Rukh Khan on David Le- Letterman, if you don't know, on Netflix. Yeah. Well, what's the show called again? Uh, uh, my Next Guest. Yeah, My, yeah, next, my guest. next Guest, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, I think it's worth a watch, especially with your parents, because... That that was really fun for me. Yeah, I got to watch it with my parents because you know, oh, they're shit. big Lit. fans, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So I'll see my perspective first, and then you guys. So when I was watching, I had like a lot of fun watching with my parents because. So the way I saw it, right? Like it was very. It seemed very, because you guys kind of touched on this. It seemed kind of staged, I guess, or mm-hmm. just like kind of fake because Shah Rukh Khan. He's a celebrity, right? So you can tell he has these stock answers because mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. wasn't like really thinking about it. David Letterman was asking these like kind of goofy questions, serious questions. He was asking about his childhood, his family, you know, things that maybe some people don't want to get too personal on. Yeah. And Shah Rukh Khan, the way I saw it was he was such a fucking pro, mm-hmm. right? Because the reason I think that is because when you're in show business, you know that you have to put on this kind of like act yeah. in mm-hmm. front of Especially audiences. when you're like a star, like that's a different level of a star. Yeah, because yeah. you can tell the way he was answering, he was putting on a show. It wasn't, it might've been an honest conversation, but he was also putting extra sauce it's on strategic. it. It was strategic yeah. because he knows what Enough, the audience yeah. wants, mm-hmm. right? And David Letterman, he, like I've seen his other stuff when he was on network TV and stuff like that. He's more real. Right? Yeah. He, okay. he like, tries to get, Get to the core of things. Yeah, yeah. I never actually watched him before this show. Yeah, like I, would, I knew he was famous for being a good interviewer or something. Yeah, but he's I a never good interviewer. Knew he's not just like all about like was. the glitz and glamour. He's more of a serious interviewer. I mean, he he's really funny. Like he jokes a lot, mm-hmm. but he he doesn't care about like the Hollywood bullshit. Right, so right, he right. was different in with respect to like Leno. Was yeah, a Leno interview yeah. Leno funnier? Leno was more staged as well. Like, okay. he was kind of like goof, like more lighthearted. Yeah, he didn't really ask like core questions, like okay. get to the nitty gritty kind of stuff, and um. Just the way he was answering, you could put, he was putting on a show. It was really nice. And I felt like 
I wasn't expecting like an honest conversation for this particular show just okay. because of Shao Kahn's huge status. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it kind of was on par for me because you see people like Jerry Seinfeld, like all these people that come on late night shows, they have like these stock answers. They're like comedians most of the time. But even like the really good celebrities that are not comedians, they know what they're saying. And mm-hmm. uh, they have, they've done so many of these interviews where it's like automatic. So that's this mm-hmm. way they're not like stumbling on their words or whatever. And I just, it kind of showed me like how much of a pro Shah Khan is in terms of being in the spotlight. And I was just super impressed with how he kind of held himself, even with questions that looked like he didn't want to answer, like about his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of like, Said the answer, but then had like a funny. Yeah, he turned yeah. it around. Twist he to made it, it yeah. like funny, like yeah, because he's a little dealt bit with these questions before, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. And then he would tell, he would go into the story, which I'm sure he's told like hundreds of times. Yeah, and just without skipping a beat. And I was just super impressed because I've never really watched interviews with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. I, I don't really. Care. I don't think he sits yeah. for them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, not yeah, like this. Thing. Not like this. Right. Yeah, right. Not right. Like yeah. This. Um, but that's so, that's my take. Yeah. Like, I just thought it just. You were impressed. me with this yeah. answer that, You're wow, this guy is a That he wasn't stumbling and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But just in show business in general, like, this is why he's a star. Right. Because sure. of how I mean, he he's got like show. decades of experience, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. So for me, it was, I totally get that. Um, I think there was a part of it that made me understand that I don't think he knows anything else, though. Like, that's, his life. That's why life, I disagree, but go ahead. Yeah. I think his life is... So much like it, it is 97% showbiz, even when he's at home, how much does he know who does he know, like who he really is at the core of it? And I don't think that's like a problem. I just think like he's been in the game for so long and being a star in India, I think it's different from being a star in America. I think like you saw that scene when he's outside of his house. Yeah. He's just well, waiting. There is, like that was a no scene. That was privacy. Wild. At all. But Here, I, it's similar. I also think he's in a category of his own. He's more famous than Hollywood celebrities. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's it is in, out of control. An entirely different universe is, yeah. of stardom right. than yeah. most people here. A couple here. times he right. said he was the Tom Cruise of India, which... Right. Yeah, and which like, I think he's even bigger, probably. There's more people. Yeah, and that's yeah, more absolutely. People. And people outside of India really actually know him, too. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've come across who, if, even if they bought, watch like a little Russia, bit of Bollywood. Bo- or, yeah. like, from, like, Malaysia. Well, yeah, because they like used to, Asia, like, all they used to show places. all the yeah. Bollywood movies in yeah. Russia um, and then in Japan. Like, so, his ca- like you said, his category of, of, like, how famous he is is out of control. So, I think he's always had to have this, like, mentality of, or this way to be able to answer questions and be in the spotlight in a way it made me a little bit sad because he has to always be on that's that's what it was i was just like yo it he doesn't have like you don't have you you don't have the option of having a privacy or a life or or the option of being extremely frank and not having to sort of curate your answers like he he doesn't have that option it, it had nothing to do with me like not liking him no, for his interview, but it was kind of just like, oh my God, like you're like peeking behind the curtain. Yeah. Like you're always on. Although at some point, you know, it's funny. Cause like at some point you do have the ability to, to be frank and to have your own opinion and just do what the fuck you want to do. You know what I mean? And because I think you're that famous. Yeah. And I think he's yeah. reached that level. Like if he wanted to, he really could. It is hard though. I, I really you know? think like it's, it's Indian audience. Like, just to give you a small example, you know what happens when there's like someone who's just getting some traction here. And like, you see the messages that I get that like some of our friends get your friend, um, Rax, mm-hmm. um, the people in India, when they start following you, they just like, they, ex- they think that you're there for them. Like they, they think that you like, because they're your fan, you need to be thinking about them all the time. I don't know what it is, where this mentality comes from. I know they have a huge film film industry. Like the film industry has affected like decades, you know, like, so they're very much into actors, singers, the entertainment industry. And they just kind of like get super offended. And this is majority of them. It's not even like they're stalkers here and there or whatever. It's just like, why don't you reply to me? Yeah, but at his his level, it's like, it's just practical. You'll never A, be able to respond to everybody and B, you just know that you'll never, you'll never make everyone happy. So like, I, know, I, I don't get why that even matters when you're at that level, which is kind of like, you already have enough people. <laughs> yeah, Maybe he just feels the pressure of like you. what happens, well, what will people think? 
Well, how will right. people react if he changed? Well, his, so that's that that's yeah. what it that's what it boils down to, right? Like it's like, will that be a loss in status? Will that be a loss yeah. in money? Will that be a loss in in whatever? And and that's for an individual to make their and own decision. When you're like number one about that, do you want to be number two? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But um, it's funny because he can do that. Like I, it's kind of like like Beyonce did that just to veer off for a second. Like when she got into the whole um, Black Power sort of movement and started putting that more into her music. And like was using the the black marching bands and and all that sort of stuff, and it became a thing. And I was like really happy for that sort of a thing because she's reached that level where she doesn't give a fuck. Like it doesn't matter if you're you. They know that certain people are going to be turned off by having this, you know, black pride sort of stuff in their face. You know, shitty ass humans. Mm. But um, they did it anyways. But I wouldn't like, say that that's it, the same because. That is still a trending thing right now. People want to see that. No, but it and became trending kind of because she did it. People could be more open about it because she did that. And she I'm put sure, her foot but down. that's still something that's like, you know? that's kind of a different concept than Shah Rukh Khan, like being more open. I think he's more famous than her, actually, to be honest. No, he definitely is. Right? Yeah. And, like, and, I'm, and I'm not saying he should. I'm just saying I would, I would think at that point when you're at the top, you have enough money, you're set, you're cool, you've done what you need to, now just be real. You totally could. Yeah, but that's how, that's why I like him even more. Because he does still put on a show. He still does put on a show, sure. Um, it, it is tragic, like what you're saying. Like He's always on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say of, it's tragic. It's just that I, realizing it may, made me just no, think a, a little, way, it is, yeah. It, it is kind of it a tragic, tragic thing because yeah. you have to live this kind of life, like yeah. Truman, Truman Show kind of yeah. style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he can't go anywhere. Yeah, he can't yeah, go anywhere. without but just like the, high security. The interesting thing that I liked about this particular show was that they had clips of him just at his home, mm-hmm. yeah. David Letterman cooking and stuff like that. And he didn't have it on. He barely spoke like during those segments. It was mostly David Letterman and his wife when they were um, talking to his wife. And he was just cooking. Like you, he was just in his zone. He was super calm. He wasn't trying to be funny or anything like that. So my perspective was that like, because nobody asked me. <laughs> at least none of us interrupts you though. That's okay. I'm allowed to interrupt whatever I want to do. Um... <laughs> was uh it seemed kind of put on to me like it did seem like a show so i guess we're that's what i meant we're all similar in that sense that like we all thought that it was a show even for the home sections yeah i thought i thought even the home section more so felt like a show because to me. i think what you're saying is because when you're at home you like kind of do whatever you're just kind of is it your your guards are down you're like your walls are down his right story about cooking for his daughter and her friends or something it was just like all too scripted to me it just felt scripted like okay this is the story i'm gonna tell about i'm shark khan i'm the biggest star in the world pretty close to but like i you know i will talk to my daughter and her friends on the conference system and get their order at two in the morning and i'm learning how to make pasta yeah like some of it felt and it might not be it just but that's that could how just it be him as a person because people talk like that no, they do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think that you, could just be him. As you a thought person. that was very professional. And I actually, yeah. you saying that, um, that makes me think about it that way. And yeah, he does seem like the consummate professional. Yeah. Yeah. Is really yeah. good. That but is, I also thought it was put on. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. It, it is put on yeah. for, for, for sure. But like, I think the way he does it, he just carried himself with grace. Mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is guy. This is why he's a star. He knows what he's doing. He knows how he's doing it. This is why he's made his money. He also, it struck me that he seemed tired. Mm. I don't know he why. He probably is. But I probably. felt it. Like, he probably he is. He wakes up at like five o'clock yeah. or he doesn't sleep until five o'clock in the morning because That's he would def- go outside yeah. waving to, to like the people he's that are just waiting tired. outside yeah, yeah, he loves this shit. Well, he said that. He you have say to that. love it. He was you like, have I love, to love that. No, but I think at some point people get really like, no, stay out of my private life and stay out of like, give me some space, give me some room. But he I think struck he has, me as he does not, he loves the shit. He fucking loves it. But I think he also thinks like what we were talking about before, like, he f- maybe he fe- he does feel like he owes his fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. No, so it could it could be rooted in that. I think it's equal him. parts. Like his ego is stroked. If it wasn't it, for his fans, he wouldn't be this big, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he loves his fans. Like that's yeah. a guy who really he loves. That's cool. I mean, you got to be a, you got to have a certain great. kind of endurance to want and love that because not everybody does. Watching him made me feel exhausted. Yeah, yeah. he just I was seemed like really those tired. people outside your house. Holy shit! I can barely deal with like my phone's on DND most of the day now. Yeah, I would be I scared too because some fans are manic, dude. Absolutely, it's terrifying. What kind of dude. security you gotta have? Do you see how high his fence was? Yeah, even his U.S. fans are fucking crazy because um <laughs> they would shoot, uh, get close ups of the audience every now and then. Mm-hmm. So David Letterman he he brought up DDLJ 
Mm-hmm. But he said DDJL. Uh-huh. So oh. he's like, I don't know if that's right. And then the audience was just like, no. <laughs> and then it zoomed in on this one girl that just rolled her eyes hard as shit. Just like, oh, oh like I can't believe he didn't know. <laughs> it was the funniest She was thing. the equivalent of me. Yeah. Oh, what I shit. Like they were just pissed. Like, they were annoyed that he like, didn't know. Don't call him on this show and then fuck his movie up. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. do that. It was um, just really funny. We could veer into how he's still acting with women almost like his 18 age. years old 18 yeah, years old that is where they need it's to a start weird. it's a little strange they need to they need to not do that that's they weird. haven't stopped because that complaint has been around for a while now because yeah. he's got to be pushing 50 plus right he's mm-hmm. he's yeah, 50 plus i think Look you that can't up. put a number on true love man oh shit okay. <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no. okay nope <laughs> oh you guys you guys no, agree? no 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 <laughs> not going to not he's, going in that direction he's 54 what? yes he's 54 and he keeps he keeps um being put and that complaint's been around for a while and like they don't change it though and at some point he has to think about his career and be like he does need to veer off if he wants to continue acting and start getting those roles that when um he needs age, to meet the butchin roles yeah like when age does mm-hmm. catch up to you which it will like no amount of plastic surgery helps um <laughs> you'll need like certain roles you need to sort of get into that put yourself in a position to get those those sort of things and it doesn't seem like they're doing that with him like my man still has a, an eight pack jeez yeah he still has a cgi eight pack <laughs> the CGI and uh, he's still out there like with these 18 year old girls and stuff and i wonder does his wife ever talk about that her name's gory right gory con uh, i think i think it's gory con maybe i don't i'm curious if she ever says anything about it because you got to imagine she's got opinions on it sure maybe then again they're so fucking rich and famous that <laughs> at that she's level like, she's probably like do what you want just keep the money coming yeah, yeah. at that point she's just yeah. like it's acting whatever yeah like whatever yeah. just do what you have yeah. to do like, it's not like there's any real kissing yeah it's just he even talks Thank about God. Not, if you not were while, an actor i'd hope you were in bollywood so you couldn't even kiss anyone oh yeah most of it <laughs> yeah, happens not, off camera Oof. But yeah, I, I'm curious. I wonder. You'd never be able to kiss anyone. I'd put a piece of paper between you two and then have them CGI it out. What is happening? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm you trying to get actor. how they would do it too. Like how would they put CGI a piece that out? Paper. paper and yeah, just yeah, so it like it would have to be a green piece of paper. Yeah, then yeah. they could like. Not necessarily. I saw YouTube videos on how you do those tricks. Oh, you the, can, like that's you a real trick. This up? Only because I, not that. <laughs> she wants to can, learn how to kiss somebody without kissing somebody. <laughs> I saw a video what about how say? they did the video, the Billie Eilish video, where she's got the black ink coming out. Oh yeah. Um, what was yeah. that? When the party's over? Yeah, maybe. Um, so I saw a video on how they potentially did that, and it wasn't green screen. It was through um, Adobe Photoshop and some other programs. They had a tiny, tiny, tiny straw through her hair into like over here, the ducts of her eyes. And they had a certain liquid that was like obviously non-toxic coming out from it. And then they erased those straws. Oh, oh cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. But you got to make sure the lighting is perfect. So you can do that. And the yeah, makeup yeah, has course, to be perfect yeah. to get yeah. that going. That's crazy. Special yeah. effects. Mm-hmm. Are there other actors like Shahrukh that are out there still pushing 50 plus with 18 year old? Cause like Salman doesn't come in a lot of shit anymore. Right. And Saifali Khan? does Saifali Khan still come in stuff? I don't even. No. I don't know enough to say anything I don't about think he this. Does. No, well, that's what I mean. Like yeah. us as people who don't follow it, you know that once it's gotten to us, it's really permeated. Yeah. So like, I'm trying to think of, have I seen a poster recently? Yeah, Has so, my mom told me about a movie recently? I don't think so. Yeah, if right. you're out there watching a lot of Bollywood movies and you notice this, just let us know. Yeah, I yeah. think these, these other guys aren't. Uh, Amir Khan, but I don't think I'm... But he doesn't do stuff nah, like that. Amir yeah, Khan is very selective about yeah, his he movies. He doesn't do stuff his movies are like awesome. Shah Rukh Khan. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah. That's my favorite dude. But he's, He doesn't do like... He, at least anymore, he's not doing much mainstream stuff. Yeah. It's like stuff he's, he's interested only, in. He's only acting in the movies that he's now making. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of Amir Khan, I just wanted to conclude on the, the floor captain guy. <laughs> Explain your, your, his burst of anger in the, in the, in the beginning, beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a, an employee at a specific restaurant that we were at recently. We needed to get something that he uh. had and he didn't tell us that he had it. We needed it. Um, we were, we were working this place and uh, he basically was mad that nobody asked for permission, even though we were like waiting for an hour to get this item. And then he just said, I am the floor captain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we just wanted to say that we we're just like, yeah. we don't even, what does that even mean? Everyone just ignored because we don't even know what that means. Like, are you still and living? Christian in- and me definitely had a conversation where we were like, we always think of cool things to say, like after afterwards, afterwards. Right? of course. And my 
absolute. I wish I had saluted him when he said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish yeah. I had been like. That's all I wanted to yes, say. I wanted to say, yeah. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a fucking dick, and that was that was that man who I don't know if his name is Rahul or not, but yeah. I hope he doesn't um, have a wife. Yeah, that, that guy's. If he has a wife, he's wife. definitely an asshole lady. to her. Yeah. Definitely this disrespectful yeah. fuck. Um, <laughs> is Sanjay Dutt still acting? I haven't seen him in a while, but that guy creeped the shit out of me. Guy. Sanjay. There Sanjay Dutt, when, I was have nightmares about him. There were stories when we were growing up that that dude used to like ride around with an AK and just like what? Be wild. He's been in jail be, like, quite a, a few yeah, times. Yeah, he was in jail like that many knew, times. Yeah. Like he's a wild man. Shoma knows his daughter. She went to Cardozo High School. That's, That's kind of cool. crazy. Yeah. And then and then uh and then he was suddenly Munabai. Yeah. MBBS. MBBS. <laughs> I was like, you Sanjay Dutt as a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Kalnayak himself over here. Yeah. <laughs> that was my um, that was my like guy. That. Are we we don't we don't have enough time to go over the clout chasing thoughts and Dadu's ring. No, clout sure, chasing. go for it. Yeah, we're an hour and a minute. Okay. Um, so really quickly, we were at dinner the other night with Kunal, Kunal's mom and his brother. And uh, we were talking, somehow this conversation came up about like the the chains that, the chain letters that come through the WhatsApp groups. Mm-hmm. And so his mom is part of like a, a group with all their friends and stuff. And she's like, yeah, they all like, we'll see. Cause we were just like, oh, we left ours on unread. And she's like, what do you mean? And she, we're like, yeah, you can like do it so that no one can see if you've read a message. And she's like that's how these aunties are doing. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And she was like, people will post stuff and then the auntie will call me and be like, oh, this person saw and this person read it and this person didn't. And I'm like, wait, who is spending their time? And they didn't respond. They didn't respond. And I was like, who is spending their time calling you to let you know? And they were just like, did anyone respond to this? How come no one's responding? I was like, so now like they're like 10 years behind when we used to send like chain letters and stuff and they expect responses out of their friends and their friends are not responding and they're like talking shit. And so his mom was just like, I'd be, I'm like very careful about what I post and stuff because she's like, it gets crazy in there. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? So we realized these aunties, are doing the same thing that like they're the equivalent of like influencers on Instagram yeah. who are just oh chasing God. clout, yeah. right? Yeah. So we just like we just like out of nowhere we're just like yo clout chasing aunties <laughs> and dadus, right? Yeah. Like thought ass, yeah. yeah th- no, we said I wrote it down. I said thought ass aunties and clout chasing dadus. I actually I, t- I took my <laughs> it was mo- awesome. I took my mom's phone and I went into that oh, group chat and I called wait, wait, wait. them thoughts and then just yeah, left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know that anyone knows what that means. You just oh like tossing in grenades yeah. and bouncing. She was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm just calling him thoughts. And then I gave her the phone. Wait, so then the best thing happened. So there's always these chain letters. So then he made something up and he just like took his mom's mom's phone, made something up and sent it in a group. And I have it. I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I'm just going to write it's, it out. What is it? Thought, the clout chasing aunties and what? Thought, no, thought, thought asked aunties and clout chasing dadus. That should be the name of uh, like an album. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so here's what he wrote. Please pass on. Beware. Many individuals have been found to be suffering from delirium due to lack of grapefruits. Please. (laughs) (laughs) He just laid out on the floor. He's actually laid out. It gets better. Wait. Please purchase as many as many grapefruits as you can before grocery stores sell out. This is a message from the FDA. Please pass it on to those closest to you. Hashtag save a grapefruit, save a life. <laughs> so I did that just off the top because I was so irritated Yo, at these chain moves. I was done. I was fucking done. Nobody responded. Nobody responded. <laughs> Nobody responded, but that was fire. Yeah. Oh my so God. So if you're a listener, I, I implore you to please copy will, that exact yeah. message. We will send a screenshot. Send it to your parents. And see what happens. And let's get this chain, yeah. chain mail rocking on WhatsApp because this Dude, is bullshit that they're that doing shit this was, still. <laughs> He's still on the floor. <laughs> I'm happy because I feel like I don't make Kush laugh too much and he just like really had a laugh attack. Hold on. Great. I'm going to send it to you, Kush. I'm forwarding it to you. <laughs> you have WhatsApp? I yeah, you do. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was really. That good. was awesome. So yeah, um, that's um, I that's that's exactly what they're doing. They're out here like, how come? I I know aunties who've been like, I posted this picture and only these people liked it, and they call themselves friends, and I'm just like, what is happening? Y'all should not be on social. Well, that's how media. you know Facebook is over because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where all these old ass motherfuckers are <laughs> Yo, doing all dad, this shit. My dad one day told me. He commented on some Bangladesh politics in some sort of a group. Oh, I and remember this. He said something and like 20 people got at him. 
<laughs> and just started like cursing him out in Bangla. And he <laughs> left the group. And he left the group. <laughs> and then he, my dad said, he goes, they were friend requesting me afterwards. I was like, Baba. He was like, internet is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so <laughs> he funny. He was just like, I just decline, decline. Yeah. I was like, don't talk to anyone on Facebook about politics, especially yeah. Bangladesh politics. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. He was just like, everybody started getting at my back. I was like, what did you say? <laughs> getting at my back. Oh my God. Anyways, that's all. So, <clears throat> so there we are, guys. I think that's the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to our video coming out um, sometime this week. Hope maybe sure. you guys will make the recipe. Maybe you'll understand a little bit more about mm-hmm. what we're trying to do. And uh, I think that's also Ria's yeah. dropping her cover album. Oh on yeah, yeah, eleven twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, day before Thanksgiving, so you guys will have it. It'll be on Spotify, <clears throat> Spotify, um, Apple, Apple, iTunes. Um, also TikTok. TikTok. If y'all Ooh. use TikTok. Yeah, I might get on to that. Yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. Stuff, I've been yeah. I've been told to to check that out. Might as well. Right? Um, and then the the full album is coming soon after. Yeah, awesome. so, yeah. we got the video. We actually have to watch it. Right as soon as yeah. this, when we finish this. Mm-hmm. So we gonna, are on content overload with. before the year end. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Y'all better watch everything. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. Cool. Episode 32. You can find us on Instagram at Mild Manor Timid. If you want to find us individually, I'm at Callie Say. Kush I'm is... at Kush Parm. It's your boy with the moist. Rhea is... Rianjali Music. And there you have it. Keep supporting. Keep uh, sharing, liking, commenting. We're getting a lot of support from people. It's really dope. Uh, it's great to get the DMs. It's great to get like the mentions. It's great to just know that people are listening. Yeah. Thank you guys for sticking with us for yeah. a long time yeah. too. We have some more. Uh, we have some more interviews that will be coming out that are really exciting. Uh, so just just keep it locked. Yeah. That's it. Ria, play I the music. I don't know what to do anymore. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mild Mannered and Timid is produced by Kanal, Kush, and Rhea. Edited by Kush and Rhea. With music and scoring by Rhea. I'm generally useless. See you next time.